Monday morning. Thank you guys for joining us a little bit earlier than our normal scheduled time. It's 8 a.m., um, but we wanted to get in here early and knock this out today. So um, if you've never listened before, thanks for joining us. Um, you can watch live on Facebook at Healthy Soul Radio. Um, we're, we're live there every couple of Mondays, so um, we always advertise when we're going to be there. So we hope that you will join, and we're on Instagram at Healthy Soul Radio as well. You can always go and ask questions at www.healthysoulradio.com. And this is a show about health. Um, not just physical health, but mind, body, spirit. So we do lots of different things here, and um, we are here live this morning. Here with we are. One of my faves, the one and only Jason Larkins. <sighs> the crowd roars. Cue the cue the round of applause. Yeah. Yay! Boom. So uh, you can tell he's a cheer coach because oh oh there we go. Oh yes. nice, there we yes. go. So say hi to the people. What's up, party hello, people? Hello, hello. So as you can as you can tell, <laughs> this is going to be a fun show because Jason is an absolute. Blast. Thank you. You're um, a blast. I oh, just wrote that when I shared it. I said, it's going to be a blast. You did? Yes, I did. I love well, on it. Well, fa- on the American Cheer one, so. Yes. It's not really me. It's American Cheer speaking. Well, yes, you know. Personified. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, you know, Jason and I go go back several years now. Yes, um, we do. Yeah. I guess we started. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are. All right. A, let's yeah. go. I'm ready. Yeah. So, Jason is phenomenal, and he is the cheer director currently at American Cheer, and he's going to tell you a little bit about his story and kind of where he, he where he like started. My, my subtle branding. Subtle branding. Subtle branding, I think. Um, yeah, do it. Yeah, all American esque. Yeah. Um, and so you know, we met back at PCM, which is where my kids yep. started cheer. There we go. And uh, and and there was this team called Enchanted, <laughs> and my kids were like. And so Kiana was old enough at the age to to really be able to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be on Enchanted someday. And Bella was just the mascot. So yep. remember, yeah. remember that one year? Stump on you and you and you, <laughs> honey, you're Yeah, through. she made the video. Yeah, yeah she yeah. made this video. She had this World War Three yeah. hat and it was like crazy. We watched so, it at Disney World. Oh, yeah. Bella yeah. was like totally the mascot. She loved it. And so... Um, They always aspired to be on Enchanted and to be coached by Jason and Ashley. And so Jason actually met his wife um, while while being coaches at at PCM and and wound up getting married and and, and having a beautiful wedding. Yeah, and then we'll have you on in a couple years and tell the rest of the story. You know, hopefully by then beautiful babies. Come on, come on, I'm just planning things out. (laughs) Um, It's gonna be a while probably, but um, but yeah, so I want to introduce um, Jason, and we'll talk a little bit about what he's meant people. to um, to our family um, in a bit as we get into things. But Jason, kind of tell us who you are and, and, and what cheer has, has meant to you, where you started literally as an athlete, and, and take us through that that timeline. All righty. Let's see. The Reader's Digest version. Re- yeah, I know. Jason loves to tell stories. I so do. we could be here for the next hour just I, hearing I about your Hearing this first yes. part. Wait, real quick. Do you ever watch The Office? No, I don't watch TV. Okay. So, well, anyway, there's a, I love The Office because, you know, it's a, you know, this mockumentary, right? Yeah. And so, but the cameras are there, but they're always looking at the camera. Yeah. Like, so, <laughs> anyway, so I feel like I'm going to do that all day and just try to be Jim Halpert and look at the camera all awkwardly. That's, that's totally anyway. fine. Yeah, just, you know, look at the camera. Anyway, um, so let's see. Reader's Digest. I started off my, I started off in the first grade playing football. I played football from the first grade to the 12th grade. Yeah. Um, about, at that same time, my sister joined Pop Warner cheerleading. Okay. And so I was doing Pop Warner football. Same time she was doing Pop Warner cheerleading, so... Cheer was always in the family, always knew, you know, and I was always like that brother at competitions. Yeah. Eventually she joined All Stars. Yeah. And um, my cousin moved in with us eventually and he could do a round off tuck. And so my family, we're always like in the gym and she did power tumbling and gymnastics and all this stuff. And so when he could do a round off tuck, my mom's like, oh, well, I should sign you up for tumbling classes. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, I'm only going to do it if my cousin does it with me. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, man, that's. Tumbling sounds really close to cheerleading, and I really don't want to do that. I don't yeah. want to have any part of that life. Yeah. Um, so That's your whole he up, life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He ended up convincing us that we should do tumbling. Yeah. And um, 
you know, we're at the gym. And Tim Pasalakwa, he actually used to coach at um, PCM back in the day. Yeah. But he was the coach at this particular gym that we're at. And he recruited us to join, you know, come to the clinic. We did the clinic. He's like, all right, you guys made the team. We're like, yeah. I don't even know we're having tryouts. Yeah. And so made the team. He's like, practice on Monday. And I haven't stopped, you know, ever since. Been wow. you know, cheering ever since then. Now I'm here. And, and every so often, you'll bust out some tumbling in front of your kid. Dude, every so often, but I did it last year for Flyers for our world's team. And I don't know what I was thinking. And I was like, hey, guys, I'll, I, I was just feeling it. I think we had just got a kid on our team had just got a standing full, his name yeah. Smiles. He just got a standing full, and I think another girl on our team had just got a standing full, too. And so they're all feeling it, and I'm like, man, I could still do this, too. And I was yeah, like, guys, yeah. I'm going to do it, too. Yeah. And so I went over to the rod floor, and that's the last, that's the last standing full I'm ever going to throw. Because yeah. I almost busted my ankle. Like, I went kind of crooked. I landed on the cement, and I was, like, in pain. And I was like, oh, no. I'm in pain right now. Like It's like how Russ and I were talking yeah. last night. Yeah. Or Russ and you were talking mm-hmm. last night. Like, you know, you get all like, yeah, yeah like, she's mo, like, I can do this. And then you're like, whoa. Yeah. So that's I, that's probably I'm the last one I anymore. ever throw. Yeah. Yeah. So. But do you still keep any of your other tumbling up? Um, I threw a standing tuck not too long ago, but you know, I'm 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 happily retired. Yeah. You know. I, but but take us through again, kind of the Reader's Digest version of where did I mean you cheered in college? Like mm-hmm. where'd you go? And then what was your first cheering job? And then you know we met at PCM. Yep. And so to take us through that really quickly, like what's your cheer history? All right, so cheer history. Um, so you know cheer for San Diego, right? Yep, so absolutely. before that, there there the gym called SoCal Elite Out or SoCal Outlaws, and before that. There was Champion Outlaws. So they've been through a couple mergers, and yeah. now they're Cheer for San Diego. Anyway, so I used to cheer at Champion Outlaws, yeah. and I cheered there for a year, right? Yeah. And then that's where that's where my sister grew up cheering pretty much her entire life, yeah. was Champion. I eventually cheered there. And through a long story that we're not going to get into right now, I ended up cheering at California All-Stars. So yeah. I cheered California and not Cheer Force, but Champion, right? Yeah. Um, and so I cheered there, and then I eventually decided that I wanted to cheer in college. And I was like, I'm going to cheer in college. And yeah. so in the same city as California All-Stars is, not the same, well, the same city as Palomar, San Marcos, yeah. right? And every, a lot of kids just would graduate and go, they either go off to Louisville or they're going to stay at Palomar. Yeah. And so I was one of the kids that stayed at Palomar. We had a really yeah. good team. Tim Pasolaco coached that team as well. Cheered there, then transferred to Stephen F. Austin State University in Nacogdoches, Texas. Whoa, Nacogdoches. Yeah, Nacogdoches. Oldest yeah. town in Texas. Really? Fun fact, yeah. That's o- exciting. Oldest town with the boldest sound. That was like the band's little slogan. I love it. I love um, it. So I cheered there, graduated with a bachelor's in kinesiology, minor in nutrition. Oh, and I yeah, didn't know that about yeah, you. There we go. Who knew? That's why I'm here. Okay, you didn't, I thought that's why you knew I was here. No. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about healthy My credentials. Today. Yeah, man. Well, but we can do it all today. Yeah, let's go. Healthy mind, body, and spirit. So, yeah, um, cheered there and then um, did some random. I had always had random cheer jobs everywhere. Just like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Work yeah. camps here. Work for this little small gym. Yeah. And eventually landed at PCM and yeah. um, California Baptist University kind of simultaneously. And yeah. then, um, yeah, the rest is history. Now I'm the cheer director at American Kids Sports Center, Bakersfield, California. Yeah. And, and you have two locations. Two locations, the Northwest and the Southwest. Yeah. So it's not really, I don't think like it's two locations, but it, we do have two locations. Yeah. But it's more like one location in two separate buildings. Yeah. I think okay. And how many teams do you have? We have nine teams this year. All right. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I know. It keeps yeah. you busy. It, it keeps me very busy. You sleep less. I, I do sleep less. Yes. But, you know, but I get to sleep more in other aspects. Because before when I was down here, I was working the two jobs, which yeah, kept right. me really busy. Right. Now I just have the one job. So which keeps, it, you which still keeps really busy. me really busy. Yes. But I don't have to wake up nearly as early as I used to yeah. for work. Yeah. I still wake up early, but not for work, which but is... But now you wake up early to work out because you just started True. doing... I just started doing CrossFit. And I it's did. working out for you? It's going all right. It's yeah. going all right so far. I am usually last in my class um, so amongst funny. the other middle-aged women who are just killing me. <laughs> and I'm just like, they're like, come on, Jason. <laughs> you You're got like, this. Coach. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But um, shout out to the, the 9 a.m. class, Exodus Elite. You That's know, free so plug funny. right there. Yeah, exactly, um, exactly. But yeah, but yeah, Product I'm usually placement. last, but they, it's That's been fun. So it's been funny. a lot of fun. Yeah. And how long have you been going? A little over a month now. I started I, the week, I did the, my like trial week the week before Christmas just yeah. to see if I liked it. Yeah. And then I wanted to sign up before New Year's because I want to be like that New Year's guy. Yeah. Like, 
This guy's just signing up because it's the new year. Yeah, right, 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 right. I'm right. Sign up. No, I got to get in. Yeah, I'm getting a in. Before. Right yeah, here. yeah. But yeah, I've been doing it. You know, so I did my trial week. It was cool. And then, like, you know, signed up and been doing it ever since. So, so someday you won't be last amongst the One day age. I won't be last. Exactly. But, you know, I'm trying. The one thing I have to remind Everybody myself. has growth. I'm not, I'm not trying. I'm not doing CrossFit to impress anyone. I just want to live. Yeah. I'm just trying to be healthier. You're That's just trying the, to be yeah. like Russ. Yeah, you know? Like, and I have to remember that I'm not in here to impress anyone. I have to remind myself of that. Yes, yes. Because, you know, back in cheer, you know, I was like, I'm trying to impress yeah. someone. Yeah. Oh, hey, coach, look at me do this. Yeah. And so now I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to be healthy. Yeah, and, you exactly. Know, get in shape. And, and Aaron Cooksey started CrossFit last yep, week. We Shout go. out to Cooksey. Looks great. That guys. So, yeah. Yeah, Russ has got his squad doing yeah, CrossFit. I know, man. So, I know. Everyone's walking around competitions. They're all wearing tank tops yeah, now. Yeah, they're all looking swole. Yeah. yeah. So. I love it. Well, good, 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 good. Um, so we talked a little bit about, um, you know, w- where you came from and, and where you're going and where you're at. And, um, I mean, you you have a, a different coaching philosophy. So do I. Than, than most. Um, you're a different kind of coach. I hope um, that's good. I, when, when people ask, you know, Kiana has had a a ton Kiana and Bella Bella never officially got to be coached by you but but Kiana did kind of officially yeah she never really got to take the mat for you she didn't get like the skills part of it yeah she got the other she got the better story yeah she got she got to have you as her best friend for a year true I mean she really did homies yeah you guys were homies and so you got her through a really hard time when she was injured and I don't know if we'll go into that later or not but um Jason wrote a really great blog about um about about Kiana it was about Kiana but it was really telling the story about what to do when kids mm-hmm. get injured so yeah. shout out to your blog can you guys give shout out to the blog coach jasonlarkins.com perfect yeah, so it is a great blog so subscribe check it out I appreciate it hey no problem listen shameless um, plug yes exactly I'll plug it again I'll slide it in there but if 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 people were to ask me well you know what was it about about Jason, you know, Jason and Ashley, you guys are a team. We're you a know? team. And, um, and what was it about that year? And I said, Jason knows how to win and he knows how to love. He loves to tell stories, but he loves to pour into kids. Yeah. And those kids, and I feel like cheer coaches have a phenomenal responsibility to the kids, yep. to the family, to teach them how to work as a team. They are literally our future. It's it's crazy, yeah. yeah. To teach them how to work as a team, to teach them how to win together, to teach them how to lose yep. together. Although you don't do much of that, but um, that's like the most important thing to teach kids is how to lose. Is how to lose. It's true. Yeah. It's true. So, but we really don't want you to teach that much. You know, I mean, we want you to win. Well, you know, <laughs> on the because well. As far as life is concerned, they're going to be dealt lots of losses. Yeah. You know? Um, and so that's, like, super important for them to learn. Like, we try to minimize as much as we lose on the cheer floor. Yeah. But there's just so much loss that happens in life that yeah. it's important that we teach our kids, you know, How that there are ups race. and downs yeah. for sure. Yeah, well, and I know one thing that Kiana has always come back with is humble hearts. Mm-hmm. So no matter how good you think you are, everyone has a bad day. True. You could go out there and just, you know – Poop your pants. Yep. I mean, it happens. The, yeah, I, day, I, yeah. I've seen it happen even when we think, oh, man, this could be a crazy weekend. Yeah. We're going to take it. Yeah. And then the pyramid falls. Yep. You know, I mean, yeah. I, I'm sure you remember the day, right? I, so, I remember so, all of them. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but your philosophy is to win and lose with grace mm-hmm. and dignity and humble hearts. Um, but your your philosophy is to absolutely pour into these kids Mm -hmm. they literally do not leave you the same as as you found them and so talk to me a little bit about what is that foundation what do you what is your philosophy about coaching when you go to work you say I am going to be this or I am going to do what does that look like for you um beginning of every year I sat down with a pastor one time for I don't even know why we met, but he eventually told me that he was a coach. He's coached like baseball and softball. And he told me, you know, every year what you need to do is you need to have a sheet of paper and you need to tell the parents, you know, sit down with the kids and the parents and let them know this is what you should expect from the year. Here are the rules and here's everything. And, you know, here's easy reference for you. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to do that. And ever since that year, I've been literally starting every season with, you know, the first things we're going to teach your kids, character, morality, and integrity. Yeah. And then we're going to teach them structure, hard work, and discipline. Yeah. And that's really 
that's, I mean, that is the bare bones. I say, you know, no matter what we do this year, we're going to teach them character, you know, who they are, you know, uh, morality, the difference between right and wrong, yeah. integrity, you know, um, who you are when no one's watching. And, you know, and the thing, you know, the things my parents like really instilled in me, you know, hard work, structure and discipline. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's, that's really it. And like, we're, we're, cause what we're really trying to do is prepare them. You know, the reason why m- most parents sign their kids up for sports so that they can be better people, not so that they can try to get the big, you know, NBA contract or whatever. But, you know, lots of parents realize their kid's not going to something happening in the headphones. It's real, it's real studio stuff right here. I it's know. Fancy. Something's crazy. We got some wind going through here. Um, go ahead. Technical difficulties. Guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm all, do we have a windstorm? Is that an earthquake? Yeah. Um, yeah. But so I, I just want to be able to teach, you know, kids just how to win at life. Yeah. Um, and, you know, one thing that I'm the one talent God has really blessed me with is being able to, or not even talent, but opportunities blessed me with is to be a coach, yeah. you know? And so this is my time to try to impact, you know, the future and just teach them, you know, the lessons that my parents taught me. So, yeah. yeah. And that's basically it. You know, there's that, that wind again. Sean's like, what <laughs> in the world? It's like somebody's truck or something. I'm cracking up. Um, we have a brand new auto shop next door. Mm. Oh, yes. wonderful. It sounds like a race car. Yeah, so early in the morning. Am I speaking in the mic enough? Yeah, I think yeah, you're loud you, enough. You yeah. can go closer. Oh, um, oh, there we go. So, so those are the things that you go into mm-hmm. the season saying, yep. I'm going to teach these kids yep. this. And there are so, there's so much life that happens. There is. In the midst of a season. Just like there's life happening yeah. right now with mm-hmm. these race yeah. cars next door. <laughs> um you know, in the midst of a season, you come up against a lot of adversity. Yep. And we were just talking about this morning, whether it's an injury yeah. or it's, you know, drama amongst the kids. Boyfriend. Or, yeah. um, you know, sometimes, I mean, we, we were talking about this last night um, before we climbed the rock wall. Yeah. That was super rock fun. Wall. Dude, um, a rock wall in our house. Yeah. It was really fun. Um, You know, but, you know, kids sometimes sports is their only escape Mm -hmm. yep and you really sometimes never even know what they're going Mm -hmm. through at home and so how i mean do you see a lot of that i mean what do you do with these kids that are just going through it and do you see kids that you take at the beginning of the season that you're like man they don't have a lot of self-confidence or man that's going to be tough with this kid and at the end of the season you're like dang yeah these kids come far as a coach you gotta You've got to be kind of aware, like observant of like what's going on and not just so focused on the X's and O's. So, you know, most cheer gyms have mirrors. Like I'm thinking of a particular girl right now. Um, you know, the cheer gyms have mirrors. Yeah. And, you know, you'll see kids look in the mirror. And, you know, most kids, when they walk past themselves, they look at themselves. Sure, sure. But, you know, we catch adults. a particular girl. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, but I would catch this particular girl always staring herself in the mirror and, like, adjusting and like not adjusting and just more than the average kid yeah and i was like oh she has like a self-image like issue issue right like she doesn't like the way she looks in the mirror yeah you know and so like when i see things like that you know i have to be i can't just ignore well that's that's on the game to talk to this kid is not on our game plan today yeah the game plan is to you know run full outs yeah but you know you have to be aware of those types of things and you know usually when i see stuff like that i'll you know pull the kid aside and kind of just ask you know kind of subtly see everything's going on in our life and just kind of pry and you know yeah see what we can dig out and you know is there anything they want to release i typically don't try to force myself like into conversations like that yeah but i do want to let them know that i'm there and that i kind of notice things and if they want to talk you know it's an open door for sure um some bigger things, maybe like the self-issue one, because that leads to bigger things. Yeah. Um, I'll talk a little bit more, but just kind of in general, I'll just see stuff that just doesn't look, that looks not normal. You know? Yeah. And I just like, oh, there might be something here that I just try to, you know, dig into. Yeah. And, and do you find, because obviously Ashley's a woman, because mm-hmm. you married her, and, and you're That's a man, true. and do you find <laughs> that it's like, sometimes you look at Ashley and you're like, 
ah, shoot, you got to take this on because I, I'm not built for, you know, I'm not yeah, built for this. Yeah, there's some things where I'm like, hey, Ash, this is what I'm noticing. Yeah. And I'm not going down that road. Yeah, So right. I'm just letting you know this is kind of what I'm seeing. And yeah. if you want to kind of talk to her about this, you know, because we're, it's, I mean, 95, 98, 99% of all of our. Our know, girls. Our, our girls, Women. yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Little girls, medium girls, mm-hmm. big girls, yeah. all, all of the above. And, they, and and not even that, I'm not equipped to talk to, talk about it, but I know they don't necessarily feel comfortable talking with me about it, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and so it's not about me, can I solve their problems? It, it's if an athlete's problem can get solved, you know, yeah. whether it's by me or Ash or you know, anyone else on our staff. Yeah, so. got it. And I love that you that you look for those things and, and that you look to come alongside these kids and mm-hmm. help them with what they're what they're going through. I mean, yeah. I will never forget when Kiana had her surgery and you literally came over for the entire mm-hmm. day. I think you got there at like 10 and yeah. left at like eight. And um, and you sat, it was, it was a great day. Yeah. It was entertaining. And then, and she was like your assistant coach yeah. for the day. And you guys you know, did all this fun stuff. And, and you literally sat on the couch with my yep. kid all day yeah, she's long. She's going to run, so. Yeah. It was, <laughs> we were sitting. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't, she <laughs> yeah. couldn't run. She couldn't even move. Yeah. Um, so, so that was awesome. Um, what is obviously your coaching style? Mm-hmm. It, it takes a lot to run a cheer program, and we were talking about this this mm-hmm. morning too. I mean, um, you know, as you've kind of come out of, of PCM and and grown into running your own program, mm-hmm. you ha- you have to deal with running the teams. Yep. You know, running the entire cheer program, getting the emails mm-hmm. that that the owners get, yep. um, because you run that program and you you literally run your own program, and so um, that there, that's a lot on your plate. Very but true. you still have to keep up your stamina as a coach. Yep. With with all these other things yeah. weighing you down, um, how do you, with all those things happening? And, and still being able to pour into these kids, what is it that that you? Oh gosh, I'm trying to figure out how to how to how to say this. Um, you know, the quality of your coaching has not dropped. I mean, you're running a phenomenal program. I, mean, I appreciate it. A, a phenomenal program, but but why do you think your coaching style is effective? What? I don't know if I've ever thought of my coaching style as effective i i know that i'm more effective now than i was five years ago yeah and i was four years ago you know um but you know like my very first year so my first year coaching i mm-hmm. coached the mid-season team right yeah um which if you're an american we call it prep right yeah um but you know it's all brand new cheerleaders yeah. all of them are brand new oops yeah. all of them are brand new kids yeah. And at this time, I think I know everything there is to know about coaching. Like, yeah. I've never coached. Like, I've done, like, little stuff. I never actually, like, ran a team, like, for a season. Yeah. Like, I know everything there is to know about coaching. Now I'm telling Jared, like, and I convinced Jared that we're a coach's team. And I was like, dude, they're going to be so good. We're going to take them level one. Like, not mid-season prep, but we're going to go level one. We're going to go win everything this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm going to coach it with you, Jay. And so yeah. we're going to go. We're going to rule the world with this team. Coach Jerry. And I quickly found out that coaching is a lot harder than I than I thought it was going to be, like actually yeah. running a team and getting them yeah. prepared for competitions. Um, so since that moment, I have had to find out a more effective way of communicating, yeah. a more effective way of getting skills done. And, you know, I've just traded in, you know, this lesson plan for this lesson plan and this lesson. And, you know, and I go and watch, you know, this practice and see, okay, this is how this coach gets this done and yeah. I trade that. And, you know, so every year I'm just trying to trade, you know, something in my tool belt for, you know, another, you know, efficient tool or a yeah. more efficient tool. And, you know, that's just been the. Yeah. Well, the and that's planners. part of what I love about you is that you do your homework. I try. So, so you will go. If I'm not doing my homework, there's someone else who is, you know. Exactly, exactly. And you'll go to competitions and you'll watch the competition, Mm -hmm. even if your kids aren't there. You'll have Mm -hmm. a weekend off and you'll spend it at a competition seeing, you know, what are other teams doing? I don't have kids yet, so that's the luxury of that. Exactly. Yeah, wait till till that. Um, And you'll go and you'll watch the competition, but you're also watching the coaches and you're watching Mm -hmm. the staff and you're watching the warm-up room and, like you yep. said, trading in something that you thought 
was really good that mm-hmm. what you did and saying, man, these these people do it better. So yep. it's like this, your coaching style is like this melting pot. It very much is. Yeah. It and, very much is. And, and you do a lot of um, homework outside of the gym. And so you are a book reader. I am. And I wish I would have been one earlier. So if you're, I know the kids have Mondays off or this Monday off. If you're at home watching this and you're in high school or middle school, start reading books. I'm looking in the camera. Start reading books. It That has changed my life. I wish I would have gotten into reading books a lot earlier. Yeah. However, I do like And to don't read do them. it when you're laying in bed because Kiana said. True, you fall asleep. I'll have like three or four chapters <laughs> to read and I go to read my book when I'm in bed and like by page Big eight bump. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. And so... What what do you think, this wasn't on the question, so I'm throwing you for a loop. I got you. What do you think is one of the most effective books you've ever read? Like what, are, if a coach came up to you and said, dude, Jay, I need one book. One book. For a coach? Yeah, for a coach and then one book about life. So now I'm giving you the double whammy. If you, the, anything Coach Wooden writes, a coach needs to read. Yeah. If Coach if it's written about Coach Wooden or written by Coach Wooden, a coach needs to read it, hands yeah. down. And we're going to um, talk about Coach Wooden here after the break. Yeah, so but after the break? Yeah, a couple okay. minutes, three minutes. Okay. We've so, already, we're already almost 30 dude, minutes into this crazy. game. that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Coach Wooden, he's just phenomenal. So anything by Coach Wooden um, is great. Um, just for a person, I've said, because when I tell people or people find out, you know, I like to read, you know, some, every so often people are like, well, give me a, you know a list of books to read and typically what i tell them is like the first book you have to read is the bible like that one has it's just so foundational to everything yeah like it's it's just the foundation of of life you know and so the more you understand about most good books that i read i see those principles being started in the bible right um like just being like Coach Wooden's like first word of the pyramid is industriousness, which is just um, working hard and proper planning, right? Yeah. And Proverbs talks all about people who work hard are successful, right? Yeah. And people who, you know, diligently plan things are successful. Yeah. You know, now Coach Wooden really expanded upon industriousness. Yeah. Um, like in his in his books, but it was it was rooted in it was biblically rooted, you know. Yeah. Um and so that's what I find most books that I read and I like are like that. Like this particular author really expanded upon that particular subject. Yeah. But it was a principle that was already laid out in the Bible. So I would say for the average person in the Bible um, and then coach, Coach Wooden. Yeah. So Now, were you a Coach Wooden fan before you met Troy Hedgren? Or did Troy introduce you to Coach Wooden? Because you guys are hardcore are. pyramid of success, Coach Wooden. It is a coincidence that, that Coach... Troy and I yes. have intersected. Um, <clears throat> I first got the job at CBU. Yeah. And as like a gift from my mom, like, you know, she gave me a little care package, like you're now a coach. You yeah. Know? And so one of the things in that little care package was um, this book called Greatest Coach Ever, which was not by Coach Wooden. It was written by former athletes, former coaches of his, and then people who emulated his style. Yeah. And so I had like all these stories about how he would coach and you know what he would do. I'd never even heard of him before. Yeah. No idea about you know UCLA basketball or anything. And I'm just reading it, and I was like, dude, this guy is Legit, awesome. Like yeah. he was a great coach. And then after that, I um, you know picked up Pyramid of Success and just been you know hooked ever since. And then eventually found out you know Coach Troy was a huge Coach Wooden fan as well. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm so ignorant right now. But is Coach Wooden still alive? He's not still alive. He's... He died a few. When I don't even know when he died, but he did. He he died maybe within the last ten years or so. Okay. Ten or fifteen years. Oh. Uh, no, I was working at PCM when he died. Okay. Because so, I remember it was like a like because I wasn't really that emotionally attached to him. But yeah. I remember Troy like cried about it, and I was oh, like, oh man, Troy. like yeah, yeah. So, Awesome. Okay. So I think we are ready for our break and then we're going to come back Don't go away. and talk about, um, so talk about the juicy stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. The juicy stuff. The juicy baby. stuff. So, all right, we're ready for a break. We'll see you in a couple of minutes. Don't leave. You're listening to Hope Radio 24 7.com, bringing you the hope of Jesus Christ. 
the Music Entertainment provides professional entertainment for your weddings, birthdays and anniversary parties, retirement parties, holiday parties, bar and bat mitzvahs and quinceaneros, debutante balls, graduation parties, welcome home parties, and so much more that include DJ, hosting, special lighting, and even a photo booth. Serving the Inland Empire, Los Angeles, Orange, and San Diego counties, contact us today at 888-580-7979 or 714-865-5086. And make sure to visit our website at www.thelettercuthemusicdj.com. That's www.thelettercuthemusicdj.com. Because when it's time to celebrate, it's time to cue the music. Did you know you can listen to Hope Radio 247.com through your Amazon Echo? All you have to do is ask Alexa, Alexa, play Hope Radio 247 on TuneIn. And your favorite shows will be played all through your house using your Amazon Echo. A subscription to TuneIn is required. Go ahead, try it. I'll wait. What up, everyone? This is Ramon with Epic Thoughts and Hope Lounge on Hope Radio 24-7. And attention all you artists, musicians, and producers. We have a brand new opportunity for you here at Hope Recovery Center. We have our very own studio. That's right. We have a studio where people could come in and record their greatest music and, the, and explore their, their ministry in the arts. And for the month of February, for this month only, we are having a special for anybody who wants to come use the studio. We're having a one-time special for the month of February, two hours for $125. That's right. You get a full recording for two-hour minimum of $125. For more information, email me at hopestudio at hoperecoverycenterinc.org. I wonder if they're going to come. Um, so we were just talking about, um, so Sean, um, there's a rap version of Welcome Back. It's like, I don't even know how to sing it. It's, but it's I'm going to find that today. Yeah, we're going to have to, well, yeah. I think you'll have to like edit it a little bit <laughs> and yeah. It's not, well, it's not naughty. It's not. It's not naughty. It's by Mace, who you told me went on to become a pastor. Yeah. But it's like the updated version of Welcome Back. Oh, I have to go get it. Yeah, we have to. have to. We have to. Jason in Uh, the studio? Got to do the Mace version. I love it. I love it. Um, Okay, so let's talk a little bit um, about, you know, you know, you started in 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 high school mm-hmm. uh, doing this cheer thing, yep. and you know you've had you know a couple coaching positions, and now you're running your own program. Um, what? And I love how we talked about when you were doing the the prep team or the mm-hmm. or, or yep. um, whatever it yep. was called mid season mid season. Um, they were so how bad. you thought <laughs> they were so bad. Shout out to your athletes that are now probably team bands. Me. They all. <laughs> What was it? Oh, they all wore vans? None of them had cheer shoes. And they oh. all wore vans every day to practice. Like, I think a couple kids wore them. And so they're like, oh, I guess that's the standard cheer shoe. So they all wore vans. And so I, we, we named the team Team Vans. Wow. Um, yeah. And, 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 and you're a confident dude. And it wasn't, and it's not the kids' fault. It was my fault. Like, I just wasn't a good coach. Like, yeah. They, I was like, man, we had so many parent complaints. You wouldn't even believe it. Oh, you man. You wouldn't believe it. You were naughty. I just wasn't good. Like, yeah. I just didn't know what I was doing. Kelly so. and Jared and Troy are probably listening to it go, yeah, we had lots it, of yeah. complaints. We had to reel that kid <laughs> in. We had to reel I had to that kid in. I had a parent in. meeting on a, on a mid-season team, like, or not parent meeting. Kelly called me into, called me into the office like, what's going on with this team, Jason? And I'm like, <laughs> Kelly, and I blame, like, every kid. I'm like, well, Susie's never here. This kid's never here. This is one of the best learning lessons I got from Kelly, for sure, is... She came in, she, we had this meeting, and she's like, you know, Jason, what's going on? I'm getting these emails, da-da-da. Yeah. And so 
teen vans practice once <laughs> a week vans. for like an hour, right? Yeah. And kids, you know, their 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 attendance wasn't really that consistent. And so but I would like make a formation and this kid would be missing and then I'd, you know, make another formation and the next day at practice they would forget like where they were and all these things. I'm like, and this kid doesn't do this and this kid doesn't do this. And Kelly's like, Jason, stop blaming the kids. And that like changed my life. I was like, man, I really Kelly, did. Wisdom. I took no responsibility for our team's lack of success. Yeah. Like none at all. And since that moment I was like, I will never be that person who like passes the blame off on yeah. the kids, you know, or like off of my situation. So like she like really taught me like take responsibility for your actions. Yeah. You know, and so I was like, all right. Because that was a huge you were at PCM and CBU for years, so that mm-hmm. was a huge area of growth. It I mean was, yeah. they they grew you, CBU mm-hmm. grew you, and now you're running your own program. Yeah. So it's like what a rad time yeah. in your life. Yep. You know? It's a little it's a lot of growing and stretching, yeah. a little painful. You probably went went to sleep some days feeling like you'd had your first day at CrossFit. Yeah, like, this is this is this, this hurts. Is this is a lot harder than I yeah. thought it was gonna be. Yeah, so. yeah, totally. Um so, you know, I mean I I guess that's a little bit about can you think of any other big like poignant learning lessons or big things that that and it doesn't have to be just PCM. I mean, it could be when you're on a cheer team, you know, mm-hmm. in high school or, or, you know, when you've met with other coaches where you're like, whoa, that just turned the light bulb mm-hmm. on for me. Like, can you think of anything where you're like, hmm. I always pass this down to my coaching staff because I learned it here or whatever? I was a pretty intense cheerleader. Uh-huh. I like Imagine was that. cheer or die. Let's go. Like everything, like as cheer went, so did Jason's life. Like if cheer were good, then I were good. If cheer were bad, then, you know, I was not happy, you know? And so I really, you know, my emotions were really tied to the ebbs and flow of cheerleading. And I remember one time I got really mad. We, We did this pyramid and we're on our, you know, nationals is a couple months away. Yeah. We're doing this pyramid and we missed this one part of the pyramid. And I ran over to the next spot to try to hop back on to catch on to the, you know, pick up the rest of the pyramid. And the guy I did the stunt with, you know, the other base in the group didn't hop along with me and like try to catch up. Yeah. And so we weren't able to do the next part of the pyramid. And like I went off on him at practice. Yeah. Like went off. And my coach was like, Hey, I appreciate that we all want to win here. Yeah. He's like, but we've got to remember. And, you know, he's kind of doing that thing. Like, <laughs> as a coach, you do this often. Like, you're talking to one kid, but you kind of address it to, like, the whole team. Right. Hey, we've all got to remember. Yeah. Wink, wink you. Yeah, right. And, and like, this was Tim. This is Tim. Yeah. And he's like, that is just cheerleading. Yeah. And I'm like, just cheerleading. What do you mean? Yeah. This is my life. But he, but that, like, moment, like, I realized, I just, I just yelled at him, like, a lot. Yeah. And I was like, it's just cheerleading and yeah. so that really that really helped me like for whatever reason when he said it at that point I was like it's just cheerleading and it's helped me like kind of relax now cheer is like still a very important part of my life yeah. probably always will be um definitely hold a very special place in my heart but it is at the end of the day it's just cheerleading so I have to remember that like you know as we go through the day-to-day that it is it's just cheerleading, you know, it's not, you know, life or death. And, you know, and, and I'll say this message so you don't, you know, get in trouble, but I find myself telling mothers a lot. <laughs> That's just cheerleading. It's just cheerleading, friends. Yeah. Because these moms, it's okay. You don't need to make not any moms, commentary. But... Not all moms. Not all moms. No, not any of our American moms. Never American no, yeah, moms. Um, however, and, and I'm, you know, yeah, I'm sure, you know, all gyms have awesome top-notch moms, but <laughs> dear cheer moms. Yeah. It's just cheerleading. Just cheer. I'm for like, sure. for the love of the Lord, people, it's just cheerleading. Anyhow, um, this brings me to s- something that I always remembered. I'm going to tell two stories right here, but um, go, I'm going to tell a story about you because I know you like telling stories, but I want to tell a story. So Kiana's first practice on Enchanted. Mm-hmm. Yep. She was pumped. She's yeah. like, yeah, let's go in there. It's going to be awesome. And you bust out with a megaphone. 
Oh, yeah. And you put these kids into pods, and some kids, they're like pods of five or six. Yeah. Some kids are running. Some kids are doing push-ups. Some kids are doing leg situation <laughs> things. Some kids are doing, I don't even know what yeah. they were doing. And you are out there with a megaphone. The music is blaring. Half the gym is like dark. Half yeah. the gym is lit. It was like the first day of military yeah. boot camp. And you're That's like, all it is. It is the first day of practice. This is enchanted. <laughs> we are going to win the summit. <laughs> and you're, I mean, kids are on the ground, probably crying, yeah. sweating. They're looking up at the parents' window. And, 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 and <laughs> Don't and look up there. Your yeah, parents can't help you. Yeah, your parents can't help you now. And, and you've got this megaphone, and you're, like, in their ear, like, your spit is yeah, probably showering them. <laughs> and, and it was like, I was like, dude. This team is going to win the summit. That's crazy. And I mean, it was a year. It was you knew it was going to be a challenging year because you had yeah. raised a lot of the enchanted that you knew mm -hmm. had graduated, aged out, whatever mm -hmm. went on, and it was like half new kids. Yep. And you're like, man, this is a mixed bag. Yeah. We got flyers that have never flown. Yeah. And and you won the summit. And it was, I'm sure it was all because of that megaphone moment. The megaphone. Because they were <laughs> they were scarred. <laughs> But um, another thing that I used to love that you do, and I'm sure you still do it now, and mm -hmm. if you don't still do it now, you're probably going to do it tonight at practice, is that you would turn the lights off in the middle of practice. And they never knew when it was coming. Yeah. When you were hardcore in the season, and, yep. I mean, how do you cheer with the lights off? Yeah. But at competitions, sometimes the lights yeah. go off. Sometimes and it you, goes off, yeah. You can't stop your routine. You have to keep going. keep going. And there was a PCM team, it was either last year or the year before, that finished their routine. It was Angels. It was last Angels. Last year, yeah, I heard. I saw yeah. it all over Twitter. Yeah. With the lights yeah. off. And, I mean, they, I think they hit yeah. once everybody's eyes adjusted. Mm -hmm. And if they didn't, I think they still hit because That's nobody funny. knew. That's I was like, dude, they were, they were Yeah, ready. with the lights off. And so you would turn the lights off. Mm -hmm. You would turn the music off. Yep. You would flicker the lights. And Coach Troy does this, too. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, you would do all these crazy things. And that doesn't just carry over from the cheer floor. Mm -hmm. That carries over to life. Yeah. Because I always say, this side of heaven, cray cray. Yeah. You never know what life is going to throw at you. Very true. And so these little things that you Gotta think. Be ready are just preparing kids to go out there and kill it. Yeah. Really prepare them for life. We can't really do the lights at American. Our lights are, you know, Attached at, at to PCM. The rest. Well, there's two reasons we, we can't. We did it last year, but it's, it's harder. At PCM, the lights were in the gym. Yeah. So we didn't really have to go that far to actually yeah. flicker the lights, you know? Yeah. Um, but at American, two things. The lights are all the way by the front desk. Yeah. So okay. like the couple times we've done it, like the coach actually has to leave the floor. Yeah. And go and the, there's like a cafe. We need and, a helper. You yeah, need Kiana. Yeah. Right. We need someone that. Yeah. They're flicking them. Yeah. And and the key part about the lights is we used to do the lights at like times when we knew no one would get hurt. Like, right. Okay. Right. They're gonna be fine right here. It yeah. just kind of. They're just doing razzles camps. them. Yeah, you know, right. razzles their little thought for a second. Yeah. But it's hard. American, you can't really see the routine at the same time you're at the light, so we can't do that. Anyway, and there's other programs going on at the same time. But it like, teaches you to keep going in the midst keep going of and to issues. actually adapt to anything that's actually going on yeah. in life. Because life is going to throw you curveballs. So, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I will tell you what. It will throw you curveballs and you got to be ready. Yeah. yeah. Don't whine. Don't complain. Don't make excuses. Yeah. Coach Wooden. Yeah. Actually, it's and Oh, we have oh. some guests. The homies are Can here. Can you guys say hi? Hi. Hello. Where am I Hi, hi, oh, hi. Um, I love it. Yay. We were we were just talking. Maybe we should have Kiana flick at the lights. Yeah, no. <laughs> or Bella. I'll be ready. She I'm be not going to be faced. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll stay focused. Um, so, you know, there's a couple of really good things that we've got 15 minutes left. Um, right. But you've mentioned your faith a lot. Mm -hmm. And for me, faith is everything. It is the foundation of everything that I do. And sometimes, I wouldn't say our faith gets shaky, but it gets shook up. Mm -hmm. And you're like, man, this is this is rough. But how does your faith, I always say, for me, I'm unapologetic about my mm -hmm. faith. I don't care who you are. I don't mm -hmm. care if you believe in the Lord. This is me, and I'm coaching you, or I'm mentoring mm -hmm. you in, in my own business. And I've been like that forever. Yep. Um, because I feel like we have a job, a job to do. Yep. Um, and you've mentioned your faith a lot today, and I know that you 
bring that into every area of your life. How does your faith play a role in in keeping you strong? Well, let's see. I'll tell another story. I love it. Um, so we have these staff meetings on Tuesdays, every Tuesday or every other Tuesday when I was at uh, CBU. And Dr. Parker, who's the athletic director, would come in with a devotion. Or we, you know, we'd swap, you know, rotate devotions. But he had a devotion, particularly this one day. And he um, mentioned, I think he'd asked us to, like, write down, like, the most important things in our life, like, one through five or whatever. Yeah. And, you know, everyone's writing down, you know, da, 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 right? God, family, you know, health, whatever, career. Um and eventually he's like, well, most of you guys probably wrote down a list that looks like this, like one, two, three, four, five. Um, he kind of tricked us by the way he asked the question. Uh-huh. Um, but he's like, but this is really what your life should look like. Most of you guys probably put, you know, God number one, right? He said, but what you should have actually had is God in the center, in the center of your wheel, and then there's spokes coming off of your wheel yes. with, you know, family here and then career and health and all these things coming off and, you know, God kind of being foundational, like in the center, yeah. not just number one, but, Everything. you know, touching every, you know, affecting yeah. every part of your life. Um, so that's really what really goes through my mind on a decision to decision basis is like, you know, is is this what God wants me to do at this particular, you know, moment? Or am I acting in God's will right now? So, yeah. you know, really trying to touch every part, not just, you know, on Sundays, but... Every day. You know, everything that I do, you know, coaching and marriage and, you know, trying to be healthy and trying to yeah. keep my emotions under control and, you know... I think things. if you run everything through your God filter, yep, it, uh, it always comes out on top, you know. Yeah. There's going to be some days... There'll be some days where you kind of turn days. off the filter. You're like, yeah, oh. or like at least take it down a little. <laughs> yeah, bit. you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I didn't really make Your that decision bigger, with God like, in the middle. He was like, like a side dish. Yeah, <laughs> a side dish. Um, we we talked about this earlier this morning. Um, there's a lot of things that you're great at. Well, I would. Some people would argue that. Well, <laughs> there's a lot of things that you're great at. But I always think a good leader is always working on the things that they're not the best at. And so I asked you to think about that this morning. And I wanted to ask you it, you know, because when people when people talk about you, Mm -hmm. they sing your praises. And that's a blessing. Yeah. What a blessing. You know, you're you're touching kids lives. And and I and, you you know, there's always going to be days, Mm -hmm. you know, where they're like, oh, man, Jason really bit it today, man. but, and there's going to be moments where you're like, dang it, I really, you know, yep. failed myself or failed my, my God, mm-hmm. my God wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in life and in coaching, I know you're always trying to be better because you're a reader and you go and, and, and look at these other leaders. Mm-hmm. But if there were two things, two things. That, you, that you feel like in my future... I want to work on these things because I've pointed them out that I may not be strong in this area, or maybe I'm strong, mm-hmm. but I want to be really strong in this area. Yeah. What would those things be? Oh, man. This is a hard question. No, I think, I think every, I'm, I'm just trying to be, like when we asked earlier, like, um, I said, you know, what makes you an effective coach? And I was yeah. like, well, I don't really look at myself as effective. I'm just trying to trade out different tools. Yeah. I'm really trying to do that. I do that, obviously, in coaching, but I'm really just trying to do that in life as well and just trade out different tools. So, you know, I'm always trying to be the best husband I can be. Right there. Wife's in the studio. Yeah. Um, I'm really yeah. trying to be the best husband I can be. And Ash is actually going through a really cool devotional book right now. It's uh, really cool. It's called The Love Dare or The Dare. Oh, Love Dare. Love Dare. Yeah. Really cool. I really like it. Um, and so that book is actually, that. although we haven't finished it, it's easily one of my favorite like marriage books that I've, that I've read. It's I, really good. That's what it, Fireproof yeah. was based off mm-hmm. of, yep. the movie Fireproof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. it's really good. I really like it. Um, but, you know, I'm just trying to be... I'm just really trying to be the best person overall that I can be. Um, so trying to be a better husband, always trying to be a better coach, trying to trying to become a, a good and a director, you know, and just a leader for 
not only our athletes, because before I wasn't really responsible for any other coaches, you yeah. know, um, just responsible like for the kids. But now I'm just trying to be a good, you know, leader for our coaches and then a good leader for our parents, you know, like just for our program in general. Um, I think see. something that's important to point out is that if you focus on that for yourself, mm-hmm. because, you know, they're you're here and you're running the cheer program and you have coach A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I don't think you have that many coaches yet, but you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, If you start building them as leaders Mm -hmm. and I, and I do this every day in my own business and there's only one of me, there's two of you guys, which is awesome. (laughs) It is awesome. Um, Helps a lot. (laughs) And and Russ, Russ works his full-time job. And so, you know, he, he comes alongside me and, and loves on people as he can. But if you pour into people, and you make a difference in their life, mm-hmm. and you share the greats of what you do, mm-hmm. you're building leaders. And so it takes you from affecting you know, your program or the kids mm-hmm. that are in front of you at that time, because you can't touch ev- every team all sure, the time. Yep. But if you develop great leaders, that ripple effect mm-hmm. is so incredibly yep. powerful. Um, you know, last night we we looked we um, we were looking at that little chart that we had in our house. Oh yep. And um, and and we were talking about some of some of the coaches on the team. Yep. And when you pour into someone and you see that change in them and you see yeah. them becoming a, a great leader, you know, I, I told one of my leaders, by the time you're done with this, you're going to be poop and glitter. Yep. Um, if you're always trying to become a better leader yep. than the leaders that are under you or alongside of you, you know, it's not always under you. I yeah. mean, you guys are a team. And shout out real quick to our coaching staff at American because they're, yeah. they're rock stars, man. They are, yeah. we would not, we would not be where we are today without just their, their diligence and just yeah. how hard they actually do work. Yeah. Um, and they're just hungry to learn and eager to be the best that they can be yeah and so it's super cool to it's super cool to help them avoid traps and just be like well you know i've kind of gone down that road before you yeah. don't want it i had team vans you yeah wanna, team vans. you don't want to go down that road yeah so it, it's super cool to um be able just to pass on it kind of pass on like the map of so far what i've had you know this is what i've mapped out so far you kind of want to avoid these things and kind of go there and so it's super cool just to see them put those things into work. Um, yeah. Like it's really cool like when I go to like a Christine and Trayvon's practice and um, and I'll go to one of their practices that you know we're not really involved in and to see them doing things um, that they learned, yeah. you know? And I'm like, dude, they, they learned that yeah. and they're doing it and it's super cool, super rewarding and so, you know, yeah. just shout out to greatest staff in the world yeah awesome so yeah and we and we got we had the blessing of being coached by christina on on charmed long hashtag long live charmed so um yeah it's really cool and and the cheer industry is a small world Mm -hmm. so we were talking before we went live like about all these different coaches like oh they're doing great and oh they're doing great you know great coaches move on and run their own Mm -hmm. programs period Mm -hmm. that's just you know, usually how it works yeah. 90% of the time, yeah. you know, and so that that's exciting. Um, you know, one, well, we kind of talked about this a little bit, um, and and we're going to close it out here. We've got about six minutes left, but six minutes. I know, it's but like at least two stories. Yeah, at least two. At least two stories. Where, yeah, maybe one. Maybe and that. I know. I tried to stretch it. I was like, I can get two, and I'll I'll speak quickly. Well, I remember when when you were when you were coaching at PCM, you used to call these kids in so early, yeah. like their call time. Like they would go on stage at seven thirty. Kiana's like, our call time's two thirty. <laughs> 2.30. And I'm like, that's five hours before, Kiana. And she's like, I know because Jason has to tell stories. I got to tell stories. Yeah. No, nothing, this is, re- nothing stresses me out more than kids being late on comp days. Horrible. Because no, I don't know what happened. Like, I'm like sitting there. I I, I meet teams. I've done a better job. That, not better job because I was doing it on purpose before. Um, but I've actually met kids at their call time this year more than I have in the past. But usually I'd never met kids at their actual call time because I didn't want the stress of being like, hey, where's Kiana? Because I'm always like, yeah. where's she at? Yeah. Where, what's going on? So I knew if I just show up 15 minutes late, yeah. then you know everyone's usually there by then and I don't have to have the stress when yeah. they're really just 
running late, just life right. just gets them. But nothing stresses me out more than kids late on comp days. Yeah. So I mean, no, make them kids show up eight hours early. Oh yeah, because they are gonna be here on time. Well, like, but it's really because you want to tell stories. Yeah, but and the stories. But yeah, <laughs> then, I know I gotta talk to these. Gotta talk these kids up. And then when when Kiana coached Bella or when <laughs> Kiana. Kiana coached Ashley. Kiana coached, like, Kiana coached, Bella, and, and Ashley. Kiana coached Ashley. When Ashley coached Kiana and Bella, there always had to be time for little Sally Walker. Mm. Yeah. There was always no games and yeah. fun stuff going on. No games. Um, yeah, no, no, no. No jugamos fuegos. That's where my Spanish speaking community, right? <laughs> we don't play games. Let's go. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, you know, tell me, I mean, we have experienced. Um, Oh man, that's what I'm getting emotional. Uh, you got this. I know, thanks, Coach. Uh, one of my favorite moments mm-hmm. ever in the history of Jason and Ashley Larkins is um, two years ago, Summit. You had one for Enchanted, mm-hmm. and you were going up for Angels to see if you won. And they announced that Angels had won, and you dropped. And it's on video, yeah. and I've watched it a million times. And uh, you knew you were going on to, mm-hmm. to run your own program, and those were your last couple of moments um, with PCM yep. as, as a team with those teams and those kids that you've raised. I cannot believe I'm losing my noodle over here. And that was, what did it feel like to win with those kids that you had been with? Some of them you'd been mm-hmm. with for a long time, and mm-hmm. some of them had, it, it was mm-hmm. the first year of you coaching them, but... What did winning feel like that year? I know winning always feels good. No, it was just a, uh, it was just a, it was just a nice way to end our chapter at PCM. Yeah. You know, um, you know, and that's just, you know, and and every season has like its ups and its downs and everything, you know, and and just to, you know, just with the, you know, the drama the team went through, you know, we have this new pyramid and all these things and we're trying to do this. And it was just a nice way to end this. It was just like a fairy tale. Like, yeah. you know, who, you fairy know, tale like ending. someone straight wrote this, yeah. you know. Um, and that's what, like, it was just an unbelievable, like, did we really, did this really just happen? You, you had know? two teams um, that won the summit. Yeah. And at the beginning of the season, I probably didn't think either one of them were going to win. Yeah. You know? And I was like, oh, you know, it is what it is. But to to work so hard. Yeah. And just for, for it was just a very nice, you know, bow yeah. on top of, like, just the, the great six years that we had, you yeah. know, and just this is how it ends, you know, yeah. and just, like, right off into the sunset, like, with our PCM chapter being closed. Yeah. So it was just a... You know, I who you, I couldn't have written it any better. Yeah. You know, and so. shout shout out to KK who made you Twitter famous <laughs> for that elite yeah. on a on, what was she eleven? Yeah, on I a level so. four, yeah, yeah. on a level four, no one could believe that it was a level yeah, four elite. People were like, "What?" I mean, that thing has gotten retweeted hundreds of thousands. I think she said it was in like in crazy. the yeah, like I mean, crazy. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. She's crazy. So, cool. so we have one one minute and twenty seconds left. So, so bring us home. Bring it. Bring us home and tell us what are your words to live by. What we got a minute. So words just, to live by. If you could tell your kids and the parents listening and everything one thing, what would it be? One minute and four seconds. Go. One coach. minute four seconds. Oh, I can knock this out in a minute four seconds. Probably in. 15 seconds, I'll stall a little bit. No, um, love God with all your heart, mind, body, and soul. Love your neighbor as yourself and to treat other people you would, the way you want to be treated. You know, that's yeah. that's it right there. So, nothing too crazy. Just want to go, you, know, you just want to do right by people. You know, really treat people the way you want to be treated and, um, you know, love as much as you can. So, yeah. We only have this one life, man. Yeah, for sure. Every day is a gift. Very true. Every day is a gift. So So, thank you for being. Thank you for having me. So much to our family. Thank you for both of you for being my kiddos, best friend, and continuing that relationship forever and ever. It's It's awesome. uh, 
It's the best. Hit the like button if you want to see me back again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. No likes. <laughs> but yeah. you signed off just now. Yeah. Share this. Share this. Let people watch this. So yeah, we love sure. you. Love Thanks you, too. Coming. Thanks for having me. This is great. I had a blast. This so awesome. fun. I'm so sad that it's over. I know. Yeah, we'll I have to have you back. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. Two hours. To. The special. The, 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 what is it the called? The epic conclusion. Of yeah, exactly. Jesus. Yeah. We'll talk about more books and yeah. more, more stories. Awesome.